This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Hey guys, <laughs> Mike and I have been doing some jokes before the show, and you know what? Sometimes it happens. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of tired. Does he? Him too. <laughs> Me too. Does he? Are you, are you hungry? Does he? Does he? He's just. He's like Groot. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. And then sometimes he goes, "Hey, John." Are you hungry? Does he? <laughs> All right. Let's go, buddy. Huh. Hey, guys. Welcome to Dynamic Banter. Mike, how you doing, man? I'm okay. How are you? Dude, we were talking a little bit about how, like, you know, the roller coaster of life happens, and sometimes you're happy and sad and whatever. But, you know, ne- never alone. And that's kind of what this song is about. <laughs> you never you never, you never alone. 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 You you're never ever alone. 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 you I do have family members. Why do you think that been? version of you got sucked into the void? <laughs> because you like said something that was not okay. <laughs> what yeah. if that's what that was? The digital void is here to correct when Things people we're not supposed make to figure out. broken yeah. mistake sentences. They can't let us know that there is so much sex in heaven because then more people will want to die. I just would love to be able to make jizz in heaven. Yeah. And that's kind of what the song is about. <laughs> I died like six years ago. <laughs> and my balls are feeling rough. Imagine being in the studio while this song is being recorded. <laughs> the audio engineer on this song. And my hands are feeling rough. <laughs> It's just where my brain went. You have to make rhymes. Yeah. Dude, so. <laughs> uh oh. You gotta make rhymes, and my brain went there. Yeah, that's all right. So, mm-hmm. you know, the roller coaster of life, man. 
Yeah, what were we calling it? Big Thunder Fuck Big Thunder Fuck Mountain. <laughs> fuck Mountain. <laughs> Big Thunder Fuck Railroad. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Big Thunder Fuck Railroad. Mm-hmm. The roller coaster of life. And uh and I was like, man, I was I, I don't know, I've just been feeling kind of just a little low, little doldrums. Yeah. Happens. Cause you got those blackout curtains. It's normal. Dude, okay. It's no good. So Someone, I was talking to someone last night about uh-huh. it, <laughs> and they were like, it's because of this fucking blackout curtains. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. This can't be about the blackout curtains. What? Did I, it's not like, because today I feel pretty good. You went outside. Well, yesterday I forced myself to go on a walk. To remember the outside. To remember what that was like. No, no, no. I, but like. You know, the blackout curtains, I was thinking about it because I was like, well, I'm not sleeping until like 1 p.m. And, you know, like, certainly the sun would pour the fuck into my room the second it peeked over the mountaintops. And that's good. That's a good thing. Dazeem. (laughs) Dazeem. John, how are you feeling? You okay? Dazeem. Good. 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 But you have to see the sun. It gives you vitamins. Well, yeah, dude. But it's not like I'm in the fucking blackout curtain room all day. Mm-hmm. I sleep in the blackout curtain room. Yeah. Fucking seven, four, five, <laughs> eight, twenty-two, <laughs> nine, fifty-five. Okay. Ten, fifteen. A.M. or P.M. <laughs> you know what? I actually don't know. There's, For some reason, I know it. When I'm in there, it's hard to know. <laughs> Even with the clock on, uh-huh. but no, I um, you know, I I don't sleep forever. I don't sleep in really. Like I, I uh, the only times I sleep in are if I get absolutely zero sleep the night before, sure. or if I've been like going real hard, and my nights have been like four or five hours, like all stacked up. Sure, you ever stacking sleeps? Stack sleeps, dude. Did you know you can't stack sleeps? Is that true? There's no sleep. Like, well, then what's the there's a box spring. Apparently you can't. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You can't stack sleep. You can't, like, if you lose sleep, uh-huh. you can't get it back. Even if you go to sleep and get it another eight hours or whatever. Your body <laughs> you lost. You mean like you can't go back in Your time? brain and your body lost that, like, r- crucial rest and, like, time you needed. Even when you continue on with more rest, uh-huh. you lost a little bit of rest that night that you were up until like 6 a.m. or whatever. You gotta start your rest again. Yeah. yeah. There's no rest like bank. You can't be like, I'm gonna keep... You could sleep I'm gonna stay more. up for a week uh-huh. and then I'm gonna like fucking sleep for like 36 hours. Well, you'll be rested after the sure, 36 hours. But you lost that week. You You're were right. up. You're right. And your brain is like, Gah. and there's a valuable lesson. Isn't in that there. crazy? Yeah. Kind of scary. <laughs> Just go to sleep. I'm scared. Everyone go to sleep. Let's close our eyes for a second and let's go to sleep. Let's whisper the rest of the people? podcast. You know, Mike, some people email us and say that they listen to us while they're like going to sleep. Yeah. Which I guess I, if you find us to be a certain comfort, that's wonderful and nice. Uh-huh. And that's probably what it is more than anything. Not I, I can't... Bu- There's no <laughs> world where you're... How do you still have breath right, right. Now? <laughs> I can't stop. There's no world where someone uses our podcast specifically to go to sleep. Like, this isn't lulling Like, people. doesn't even enjoy what we're talking about? Just no. can't get to sleep without it? Like, yeah, well... Or it's such a comfort that it, like, 
puts them to sleep. People sleep to this. But do you think it's like, I can't sleep unless I'm listening to Dynamic Bands? Can't, can't do it without it? <laughs> yeah. I would I hope that that doesn't so. exist. Right, because it's, it fluctuates in sound so much. Good bit. Good bit. Bringing back the loudness there. But, uh, um, <laughs> God damn it. It's not the blackout curtains because I wake up. <laughs> no one's accusing you of sleeping too much. Well, no, no, By no. By the way, you're but... on this. You're on this. Like, <laughs> I don't sleep too much. Well, no, no, no. Hang on. I do, well, I didn't. I finish. just want you to see the sun. That's well, all. I'm well, here's what I'm saying. Yes. I don't stay there all day. I have a full eight hours or a seven. And by the way, lately I've been getting like seven and a half hours of sleep. Tight. Every night, at mm. least. You're stacking them? Which is nice. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could. Uh-huh. I'm trying to stack sleeps, but I can't. Okay. I know you can't beat that. But, uh, yeah, so I've been getting, like, way more sleep, and I think that's due to the blackout curtains. Mm. But I don't stay in the blackout curtain room. Okay. As soon as it's, like, 10 a.m. or whatever, I, like, turn on the, like, light so it's bright as fuck in there. Yeah. And then I go, okay, I'm up. And then I go to the living room and I open up the fucking curtain. Yeah. And I, now what I've decided to do is is I'm going to get at least 10 minutes of sun out on the balcony in the morning. I'm going to stand out there with a cup of coffee or something. Yeah. Get some fresh air. I'm not going to smoke weed. I'm just going to have a nice moment with nature and the sun. And, uh, my, my Lord. Good. It's good to reset yourself. It's good to have long times without weed. Yeah. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. Maybe. You should do it. If not for any other reason, just to see if you could do it. I don't think I can. (laughs) Well, then we need to make different calls. Well, then we need to talk after the show. Um, We're talking right now. You know what's up. But I did think it was funny that like. You even said it's the blackout curtains. Yeah. Well, and like, I was it could... not, you never specified if the whole, you have two windows. No. Yeah. In the bedroom. Right. So in the whole apartment, if I hear curtains, I'm like, everything's everything. Covered in no, it's just the bedroom. Okay. Oh my right. God. Could you imagine? Your dude? apartment is already pretty dark is, though. Even yeah. with that, even with your, <laughs> you just got to get outside. Don't you got to touch grass? I have a friend who like, <laughs> The latest person in my life to be like, I can help you organize your apartment. And oh, like, that's fun. And, right? And I'm like, good luck. I mean, you're like, I think it's a lost cause at this point. Like, I just have to do it myself. Yes. Um, but it's so funny to me how anyone who's ever been like, I can crack this and mm. I can help you do this has not been able to do it. That's a personality type. Isn't it funny? That's, I that I can this. fix this? Yeah. yeah. And I, but you know, some of those people turn them into successful businesses and shit, but you know, not every, not this one, maybe not <laughs> this one, but I've like been through like four different people that are like from like a monetary transaction to just like a friend. That's like, I can help you organize your shit. Yeah. And none of it has worked out. It's so funny. Why do you think that is? Because what's that? We started filming. We started. Yeah. I told you this. No, we started filming this like this like profile on like how cluttered my apartment got Uh and Kevin was came to shoot it. And I hired a friend who was starting (laughs) her own like uh, organization and decluttering business where she'll help you organize your life, your closet, whatever. And uh, I was like, this is a great idea. This is the way I'm going to do it because I'm turning it into content and you can't go wrong with that. It's like, right. You're making it, you're making something out of it. You're not like wasting time or money or whatever. Yeah. 
and it's fun and it'll be good and it'll work out at the end of the day. So I was like really excited about it and Kevin came to shoot it and we did like two days of work and it was gonna be like a five episode thing. We were like planning it out and we're like, by the fifth episode, we're gonna be done and it'll mm -hmm. look great. And, and then the Kevin... fucking pandemic happened. Damn. You guys like the literally pandemic. happened like when we were shooting like the second episode. Yeah. And, and they got like, better or worse over the pandemic. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. That's still yet to be seen. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> we'll find out next week on. The scene. <laughs> but uh but like uh it was really funny and so i was like that felt like the final like finally i'm gonna organize my place and then we were like on this third shooting day and she was like i guess we're not supposed to like be in this we're not supposed to be in the same room anymore uh -huh. we gotta go to our own homes and isolate and it was like whoa that's how serious this thing is huh uh -huh. so that's why that happened and then all the other ones had their various reasons too but the point i was trying to make was was my latest person in my life that's like i can help you fix this like came to my apartment checked it out and then like left and then i saw them again a couple of days later and i was like so what did you think about that whole situation and she's like oh it's easy we'll fix this up i got this idea and she was like by the way your apartment is a cave it's a dungeon <laughs> And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, there's no light in your fucking whole place. Yeah. And I was like, that's not true. I open up the fucking blinds. There's just no light in there to begin with. Right. There's nothing I can do about that. And I like things kind of dark. You, well, you could, you can go elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. But, but with you saying like you have already like a two window apartment. Yeah. And when I think about it being blacked out, I think about everything being blacked out because you don't have that many windows. One set of curtains is half the apartment. Right. But no, I go out to the living room. I open up the blinds and I like, you know, it's a new, it's a new routine, but I'm Seeing sure the sun is a new routine. It's a new routine. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I, there's sunlight in there. It's just, it is a dungeon apartment, a yeah. dungeonous yes. apartment. Yeah. I don't hate that. It's important to be outside though. It helps you. Of course. It helps you be good. Of course, man. With that yeah. There was a park. Dance around. You <laughs> yeah. can do Tai Chi in a park with the old people. I saw a, a meme or something that was like, uh, I feel like I feel like shit. So I guess I'll go get exercise, go see the sun, eat a little bit better, and like do all these things, and maybe that'll help. I guess. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, that's obviously what helps. Yeah. Like no matter what, that's yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. what helps. Yeah. And it's good that most people are now seeing that as like a well, duh, you idiot. You need to go out and walk and like go see the sun and shit. Yeah. So anyway, I like how that's like pretty obvious now, and people can't really dispute that. Um, they railed against it for so long. They did. <laughs> they did. Don't ever go outside. Right. People were like, outside is overrated. We There's got no... video games and cereal inside. <laughs> cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> well, when we were, I guess I was thinking of the, when we were advertised shit as kids in the 80s. Yeah. They it were like, like, stay inside stay and inside. Eat, eat Butterfinger. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how like it took like all of those years of like commercials of kids being inside uh, being contributing to kids staying inside and not like really going out and stuff. And then like content where kids were outside more helped kids go back outside. And Is shit. that right? Yeah. All right. Is there data? Yeah. You want to, should we go to the lab? Yeah. Go to the lab. <laughs> Show me some data. Is there data? What do you mean? Like, cause 
outside things are always on TV. Well, yeah, for I don't sure. Think we're advertised stay inside. Well, it just seemed to me like Not until 2020. <laughs> if you, well, you know, there was like the video game revolution that mm-hmm. happened, the home video game thing that yeah. kind of like you know certainly dropped a percentage of like going outside kids like it started to create the like it gave you more of a reason to stay inside yeah Yeah. i think that was like is that a fun thing the stay i was a stay inside kid latchkey kid a latchkey kid wait that's gotta be something different okay (laughs) you don't trust me on this to know things are you certain latchkey kids are like kids who were raised by like a television oh interesting yeah i didn't know that's what that meant yeah, I thought what it meant something of more of like in a poverty way, like uh, something. There's some sort of well poverty in the aspect. in those communities. There are a lot of like if you can't afford somebody to watch your kid, you just turn on the TV or the iPad or whatever. Did you know that, Kevin? Yeah, that's what Latchkey is. Yeah, are you sure? Why don't You're you? Certain? Why don't you trust <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're certain the two people in the room? <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you sure? You're yelling over the computer. <laughs> Is there no way to find this out? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, It'd be so funny if I was dead wrong the entire time. <laughs> and Kevin? Like, no, it's a baseball thing. Um, I thought it had something to do with the key that opens every door in your house. It's the hottest part of a volcano. <laughs> the latchkey kid. <laughs> the latchkey kid is the kid, the first kid born in the family with a key around his neck. And that sounds a little something like this. Do you, were you born with a key around your neck? My mom just threw it away. She was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> I was born with a silver key Turns around Turns out those latch key kids are pretty important. They're supposed to unlock something at the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how you doing, Mike? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. I'm fine. What's new, man? Zoya got back from a little something, and Zoya has that been nice? Yeah, and she's going to another one, and oh, she's no. working a lot. But that's good. It is good. But sometimes I'm like, I wish you would take some time. She always talks about how, especially recently, how she would like a day off or how she would like to just kind of reset a little bit. But mm-hmm. she's so popular now mm-hmm. that, um, you know, her books are all filled up and people are asking her to do stuff. Yeah. But I would love to be like, take this week off and let's go to a place where neither of us have to worry about stuff for a week. And I think that would be great. I like to, you guys are like a hardworking couple, a hardworking yeah. married couple now. That's like, I'm off doing my thing. You're off doing your thing. Yeah. Remember Sometimes when we saw each other happens. every day for two years? Right, dude. Isn't that crazy? Like, I was talking to someone about this last night, just like the intricacies of relationships and like how to make them work and the longevity yeah. and all that. You get a job that's the opposite your partner's right? job. Totally, dude. Or like you make sure that your partner is not into the exact same shit you are because then you're just going to be stuck together doing all of that forever. Stuck inside all day. Right. <laughs> like a latch. Like a la- lash. 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 Lasherous. Bobby Lashley. Kid. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man. Latch Butte. But, but it's. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's frustrating sometimes. But there's but there's that work that that goes into a healthy long term relationship and stuff like that. And then there's the hard times when like you don't see that person so much and mm-hmm. vice versa. And you just have to know that that's not a forever thing. It's not always going to be that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it won't be that way, and that's when it'll be real good. Someday we'll have enough money, and we'll be 70, and we can kind of chill out for a <laughs> Right. You can actually hang out. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. and, uh, but you guys, that's like part of the secret sauce of like a good relationship, I think is knowing that shit might be hard right now, but you know, you got to stick it out cause there's going to be good shit on the other side of that big hill. <laughs> Thank you. Steve Zargo's a marriage counselor. That's right. <laughs> Three years now. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. We haven't talked about it yet. <laughs> He's been taking classes yeah. to be a marriage counselor. <laughs> yeah, I totally have. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm glad things are... Uh, when when Zoya came back, though, you guys had a nice time. Was it, like, real nice to be Yeah, like... it's always nice to have yeah. her around. She usually gets, a like, a Sunday and a Monday off, so I try to, like, be around her mm. during those times. Yeah. But she's been like planning for a new trip and like putting together a team for a new trip. So a lot of her like time off has been like computer time. Yeah. She's not behind the chair, but she's like planning stuff in the wow on a computer. That's that's attractive, right? When they're like working and they're like, they no, got that their... blue light on their face yeah. is gross. Isn't that nice. You're uplit. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a better lighting. There. And some and I'm not even mad at her for working, but I'll come, I'll slap the computer off her lap. I'm like, be prettier. This is not <laughs> yucky. <laughs> Yeah, I slap her with a L'Oreal gift certificate. Uh, L'Oreal, dude. <laughs> uh-huh. dude uh, so, uh, so we're gonna shift gears, if that's okay. And if please. you want to come back, please, you certainly can. By all means, it's your show too. Does he? So recently, Fortnite, uh-huh. the video game. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yeah has a no build mode yeah and fortnite was all about like building little forts that's mm-hmm. why it's called fortnite now you have to get a permit no one can right that. and no one can and that new no zone they're in <laughs> it's a zoning law <laughs> it's a no build zone yeah that they put the new island mm-hmm. but uh the, so there was this aspect to the game where you would like build all this shit and it's complicated and it sucks. And like some people build these giant like five star hotels in like seconds. Yeah. And they hide in them and then you can't kill them. And that's, you know, the frustration of that game. Yeah. So very recently they released a mode where there's no building. No. And so you can't build at all. Uh, but then they added all these cool new things like you can like hide behind uh, things and grab up onto walls and jump away from people and kind of run away and yes. stuff. You could do like some cool shit. You can't now. build, but you can run away. You can run away now, which is nice. You could run away before you had to let it happen <laughs> in the build mode. But uh, <laughs> you have to build the house. Let have, just let get it happen. comfortable while it happens. Yeah, you get a just let it happen achievement. <laughs> but uh, uh, so and I've been playing it for quite a bit, and we haven't played it together in a while because uh-huh. you've been a busy boy. Uh-huh. And uh, recently we were able to play together mm-hmm. again, and mm-hmm. it was real nice and fun. And of course we were making jokes and laughing. It was very funny. Yeah, I can't remember what that joke, the joke there was the whole time, but there was some real good one there's always something that happens uh but what are your thoughts on the no build Fortnite? and did you have fun yes i've learned with Fortnite that i can only i can only get one or two out of it yeah now before i'm kind of out yeah and there's a lot of like same thing over and over again and then you work really hard and then it starts again yeah and it's 
there's not enough else to like keep me around. I see. I do like the fact that you don't have to be good at building little houses to be yeah. able to compete. Cause now it's like a bunch of other games that I've played in the past. Did you like that? Yeah, that was nice. Okay. So maybe you come back and play again in a couple of days. Or... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. No, I got it. Well, think... it's just, you know what it is? It's like for two years, I wanted very badly to do like a communal thing because all of my communal things went away. Mm-hmm. And I like being able to just sit on the couch and veg out and turn off all the responsible parts of my mind. And just do a thing and laugh with friends. Yeah. And I still have that, but I have such, I have short, shorter window for it. Yeah. And all my nights are dedicated to windows 95, windows 95 and making sure it comes back. Those windows, those 95 windows closed. Yes. 95 windows, that one band. Yeah. I see. All right. So, um, you know, it's just always fun when we do it because it's like another element of like just laughing like we do on this show. Yes. It's like another way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the obligation of like, you know, sticking to a time thing and reading ads and making sure the cameras are still rolling and the fucking Zoom is recording. And no, shit. it's just a fun thing. It's like everything's loose and that's so nice when yeah. we, uh, yeah. And to me, it's like obviously always been less about like winning and doing well in the game because I'll just like die over and over and over and over again. Yes. But I'll still be doing fun bits, you know, and that's yeah. like still the good shit. But it was nice to like uh, give you a little taste of like the, the old days when there was time for you to like kind of just jump in and fuck around around and yeah uh laugh with the boys yeah yeah it's still a fun thing i just well yeah you just have less time time to do it yeah that's a yeah um well i hope we get to do it more in the future isn't that right john excuse me john does he 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 that that was kind of beautiful that was wonderful (laughs) it didn't it was just this wonderful serendipitous musical moment yeah dude mike and i kind of got lost in a moment like that before the show started Mm -hmm. and i liked and that's kind of like getting lost in the jam (laughs) (laughs) you know sometimes the seeds of the fruit are are just gonna <laughs> lost in the jam in the middle there. You ever thinking about shit while you're making yourself a PB and J and you just get lost in the jam? 
sometimes I'm on the phone with my parents while I'm making a sandwich, and I'll be like, "What were we, <laughs> what are we talking about?" <laughs> Your Honor, what's happening here with my client is is really they just you know, look. Everyone's kind of lost in the jam right now. Let's begin. Let's just bring this back. That's why Amber Heard's not doing well. She's lost that. in the jam. She's all yeah. lost in the jam. Amber Heard lost in the jam. <laughs> Home Alone Three Panic lost on Funkatron. <laughs> Amber Heard, Panic on Funkatron. <laughs> Toe Jam, Lost in the Toe Jam in Earl. Lost in the... In, yeah. <laughs> Man, Toe Jam and Earl. I think they made that for Switch. Not to... No, yeah, new, uh, yeah, like a yeah, remaster or something. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. Anyway, not to mention um, other brands. Hey, guys. Want to thank HeadGum. Want to thank today's sponsors. Want to thank Mike Falzone. I want to thank you. I want to thank the audience because you guys, listen. I'm not gonna. Right. I'm not here to scrub around. That's still not okay to do. Because when you guys go to our sponsor pages and you use our use our promo code you help the show out you help these boys out these boys put bread on the table cough on the bread cough in the bread (laughs) remember that that song the blues brothers did it was a a cover of an old cough in the bread 1930s song cough in the bread i don't think we can mention other brands it was in the song bag (laughs) the great american Uh uh-huh well, we haven't started at the ad yet. We're know, just I'm getting just ready. Kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're, just, <laughs> we're getting, we're, we're buttering up everyone to get in, to slide into the ads. Yeah. And by the way, this music track here, what do we got? Some Neil Gosh? Neil Gosh. What are we being serenaded by some Neil Gosh? You Neil, Neil, Neil. Is he really playing the saxophone here or do you think yeah. he's doing it on this? Yeah, saxophone. Damn, that's sexy. Yeah. It's sexy when someone plays a saxophone. You're not dude. wrong at all. Man. It's sexy. Yeah, Bill Clinton, sexy. Uh, the guy, Saturday Night Live guy. G. E. Smith. G. E. Smith. <laughs> I'm just saying any name from that band. What's his name with the hair? Paul Schaefer. Ken G. Oh, Ken. Kenneth. <laughs> Ken. Kenneth Griswold. <laughs> Kenny G's. Full name is Kenneth. He made that little saxophone sexy. Kenneth Grindelwald. (laughs) Kenny G's name. Kenny Gregg. (laughs) Kenny Gregg. (laughs) It's Jenny Craig's cousin. (laughs) Guys, let's talk about HelloFresh, huh? Let's get fresh. Let's freshen up a little bit with HelloFresh. And with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. And you can skip the trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Address a minimum of two bullet points outlined in our talking points document that are relevant to your audience's interests. 
see. Let's go through our audience real fast. <laughs> what do they like? Mike, we've had delicious HelloFresh meals. So many, I can't even count them. Have yeah, you had a recent one that you loved? Uh, those pork ones that I was talking about last week. <laughs> yeah. That pork sirloin. And that, uh, I think it was called Szechuan pork. And it had me making all kinds of different things. I had to sear a, a pork steak. Steak. Listen, we're not going to get lost in the jam here because we're talking about personal endorsements, which are very valuable part of the ad experience. There was couscous with one of them. And I like that one. Damn, there he goes. <laughs> Have you had HelloFresh, Steve? Hello Absolutely, dude. I love it. And it's so fast to make because it's not... Uh, it has instructions on how to put things together. And if without that, I would be lost. In all honesty, if you're working and you're tired of eating out every night mm. and you want something that you can make yourself that tastes like you're going to a restaurant, but it's not the price tag of a restaurant and also doesn't make you feel gross afterwards like a restaurant, I would get HelloFresh. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry my to be- personal endorsement. Yeah. Endorsement. No. Yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And like, dude, I'm not, I'm, look, I might have to be blunt here. Yeah. Dude, let me be blunt. It's all about convenience when we're talking about HelloFresh. And not only do the ingredients come pre-portioned, yeah, no. So you're not overbuying or wasting food. <laughs> but it's easier than ever to get filling meals on the table. You're gonna get meals on your table in a snap. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. HelloFresh's chefs really know how to diversify that meal, too, guys. That menu, meals. Meals on the menu. Go round and round with seasonal recipes like salmon limon and pasta primavera. <laughs> I don't think that's how that might work. <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know what. I don't know much about it. And you could customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings. You can but you swap and you can swap out one protein or side for another. And upgrading or more uh, for a more luxe experience, huh? Or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Banter16 and use that code Banter16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Banter16. Use code Banter16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. What are the free gifts here? I don't know. That's exciting, huh? I'm excited. All right. Thank you, HelloFresh. Thank you, HelloFresh, for making me feel like I'm not an idiot. If nothing else, they make you feel like you're not an idiot, and that's kind of nice. So few things in life do that. <laughs> you're right, dude. I'm about to get something in the mail today that's going to make me feel like an idiot. Whoa, and I like HelloFresh. Can you talk about it's it? It's a piece of technology Ooh. that's going to help us here in the studio make sure oh, things are in focus. And I'm going to get it, and I'm going to hit a button, and I'm immediately going to feel like an idiot. But with HelloFresh, 
I know this isn't even part of the ad. This is my true life experience. They give you like a laminated giant yeah. poster. Like put this here, put this here. Yeah. And then at the end of it, you have stuff that tastes like you were just at a restaurant. Oh yeah. And you're like, what? I feel really good about myself yeah. right now. That's yeah. Honest. And I appreciate it being laminated because you're gonna get <laughs> schmutz all over that you shit. Are, it's gonna get schmutzy. You're gonna get schmutz. Yeah. And look, you can keep those cards. You don't have to throw them away. You can keep them, dude. And, and maybe someday, because, you know, you can put them into, a, like, a recipe. You could three-hole punch them? Yeah, three-hole punch them and give them to Granny you put before them the she dies. <laughs> give them to Granny before she dies, but make sure she leaves them to you so you can get them back. Yeah, Grandma, give me this in your will. <laughs> you have to promise. You're scaring me. <laughs> Why? I, I got a lot gas left in the tank. Why are you giving me this? And I, I can't make any of these. Guys, stamps.com. Let's say, let, let me just decompress a little bit here, guys. I'm going to have to be blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been blunt. So I'm, I'm going to, I know, I got to be blunt, guys. I got to be blunt. Otherwise, we're going to get lost in the jam. If you've got a small business, Inflation isn't doing you any favors right now. Let's be honest. It's harder than ever to stay profitable. You guys, you got, uh, if you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great place to start. You simply use stamps.com to mail and ship and get access to exclusive discounts and great rates on shipping from USPS and UPS. It's an easy way <clears throat> to keep more money in your pocket. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. Uh, no matter what business you're in, Stamps.com can help you save on shipping. And all you need is your computer and a printer. printer. No special supplies or equipment, man. That's right. You'll be up and running in minutes. <laughs> Why printer? Why does printer the word? You'll be up and running. <laughs> that afterwards. You'll be up and running in minutes. Printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. So start mailing and shipping with stamps.com and keep more money in your pocket every day. You sign up with that promo code BANTER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. And you can play with that scale. <laughs> no long-term, there's no long-term commitments or contracts. Yeah, hang on, let me make sure in the paper. Yeah, you can play with that scale. You just go to stamps.com, you click on the microphone at the top of the page, and you enter that code BANTER. That's how easy it is. <laughs> and we got some feedback on the app. Let me take a look at this. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You, can, <laughs> you can play with this. I'm not gonna have any problem playing with this. Set up a couple action figures on that scale. Dude, when you're a kid, do you ever like, was that the way you looked at things? Like, ah, yeah, we can play with this. Yeah, yes. Yes. Book is hard to play with. Right? A book is hard to play with. You go into the dentist. Scale? That's not hard to play with. You go into the dentist's office, and they got that thing with the little beads that go all over the track. Oh, yeah, you can play with that. And you're like, you walk in, you're like, yeah, I could play with that. <laughs> oh, in the waiting room? Yeah, you're in the waiting room. What's this? You're sitting in the chair. I can play with it. I can play with it. You're in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the chair and you see some of the kids doing it and you're like, hmm. 
They're I playing with it. But you look when you're little, you look at everything like that's a chair. Yeah, you can sit on it, but could you, you can play with it? I could probably play with that. <laughs> you know what? I bet I could play with that. <laughs> you see, like, dude, that's you're right. That's everything. And then you think you Remote can play control. with everything, and that's why your parents are like, "Stop playing! With Stop it. playing with that!" Yeah, and then you learn what you shouldn't play with. Mm -hmm. And the answer is always electricity, electricity, yeah, electricity. and fire. I can play with that. And then you're at an age where you know how bad fire is, but you're like, I'm old enough to play with that. Yeah. I want to play. I want to play. Now, and now you're an adult. And you, and you have to you not see, want that. <laughs> Have you ever seen a big barrel full of like peanuts and you're like, I could play with that as an adult? Like packing peanuts? No, like a big barrel. Like a big barrel. Of peanuts? Yeah, like you go to the store and like, you know, maybe there's like a big barrel of peanuts or a big barrel of beans. You, you, I can picture it, but where are where okay, do those okay. exist? I know, like okay. in the circus? Here's an example. Here's a perfect example of one. Yeah. You ever go to like a gift shop, and there's a barrel with all these like little plastic jewels. I've seen barrels of stuff before. But, but like this is like you know, Disneyland has this Pirates of the Caribbean shop called mm. Pieces of Eight. <laughs> Pieces of Eight. Pieces of Eight. It's a pirates term, I guess. That's like, all right, give me that there mighty sword for my pieces of eight. I've got scurvy I'm gonna die tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> afternoon. I'm planning on dying tomorrow afternoon on account of being a pirate. I'll probably make it through the morning. When you're a pirate, you gotta be ready to die in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why stamps.com is the best choice. So go to stamps.com, click that microphone at the top of the page, and enter that code banter. <laughs> I'm not going to send that to them. We'll probably have to the send ad that down. No, no, no. They'll just get the part where the ad ends and the rest is for the audience. It's a good ending. Tunes. Guys, let's talk about Stitcher. We talked about Stitcher last week. and Stitcher, that's a place to listen to podcasts. That's right, right? dude. And with Stitcher, you can dive into the minds of some of the world's funniest people with Kevin Hart and his show Comedy Gold Mines. From rising stars to comedy legends, Kevin pairs with comedic tastemakers for ear-opening dialogue that takes listeners on a wild and crazy ride through some of the world's top comedic minds. From chronicling their comedy club experiences to a sneak peek of their latest material, each episode is packed with punchlines, anecdotes, and inside jokes. And each week, Kevin Hart has on a new exciting guest, one of comedy gr greats like Eric Andre, Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, David Spade, J.B. Smooth, and many more. Episodes talk about everything from their comedy club experiences to a sneak peek of their latest material. Each episode is packed with punchlines, anecdotes, and inside jokes. And each week, Kevin Hart has a new and exciting guest like Eric Andre, Amy Schumer, and this podcast is truly a comedy fan's inside look. Episodes, talk, everything comedy club experiences. One of those was a lot better than the other one. Now, if you've listened to the show, you know. It's funny, it's great, it's good. So why don't you listen to Comedy Gold Mines on the SXM app, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sounds great. Yeah, I could probably play with that. <laughs> when you're an adult, you have more confidence in something that you could play with. I could definitely play with that. You ever watch, like, the first time you saw a fidget spinner, your brain went, oh, yeah, I could play with that. <laughs>
Why did everybody want to play with that? Uh, because it looked cool. Yeah. Like it, you could see someone doing it and you're like, all right, let me see that shit. Yeah. One time my nephew was like, <laughs> you'll never guess what I got. And I said, it's not a fidget spinner, is it? And then real slow, he pulled out a fidget spinner. <laughs> I felt really bad about Dude. that. <clears throat> Isn't that funny how fast fidget spinners happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. But I don't think I've ever seen another thing that people all like kind of got on board with die bracelet. so fast. Fidget spinner was a slap bracelet. But slap bracelets were around for like years, I thought. At you least. thought because you were a little kid and I think your your brain worked differently. Dude. Hit clips. Okay, here's a here's a case in point about the slap bracelets. Uh-huh. We had them when we were kids. Maybe we'd get them from a Chuck E. Cheese tokens or the dentist would give them to you when you were a good boy. You got them from one of those two places. And that's it. Uh-huh. Um, and then like fucking a decade later, you'd be at VidCon and then they'd slap like a VidCon slap bracelet that's on you. That's a nostalgia like, thing. That's not like the... They would also give you like a VidCon fidget spinner because <laughs> that's, that's what totally that did. swag bag is like. That's that kind of stuff. What's popular right now? It's a time capsule. Dude, I'd watch a documentary about slap bracelets. For how long? For like an hour I, and a half? I mean, I'll watch like 30 minutes of it if it's a two hour documentary. I'd watch How long I'd watch movie? 23% of a 2 hour documentary on slap bracelets. What if you came out of the movie theater and someone with a clipboard said, "Sir, how long would you be how or sorry, hold on, let me see this." <laughs> Do you not know what it is? Yeah, no, I just been doing this all day. Sorry. Uh, just for, sorry, I won't take up too much of your time. I got to go. How long of this movie are you wanting to watch? Did I just come out of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> doing that noise yeah. before he talks. Like, <laughs> gonna say it or how long of this movie are you gonna watch? <laughs> and then someone like grabs him by the shoulders and just yeah, yeah, yeah. Away. You can't be here. You wouldn't watch a documentary about a slap bracelet Not for about two slap hours, bracelets. I, I would. You know how good that would happen. What if there's like a huge story in there? Like what? Like the person who invented them was like a criminal or something. And then And then it's like then nobody knew about it and they made all this money. And then they were like wanted for these like murders or something <laughs> and then they like fled the country and nobody knows where he is now. <clears throat> and this was like 20 years ago or whatever and now it's like this documentary crew caught up with him and uh-huh. found him. Right. And like they've got an exclusive interview with the guy that ran away. Uh, from from this like crazy crime, and he invented the slap bracelet. <laughs> in what point in the timeline did he <laughs> create the slap bracelet? Pre criminal or post criminal? <laughs> That's a good question. Does does the answer to that depend on your interest of the yeah. documentary? Wow, really? I would that I'd be hard like, for me he to just, figure out which he's one just he... like on a train. He's like hiding from the cops. He's like on a in a cargo box. Yeah, on a train, and he's like. You know, it would be kind of cool. <laughs> what the fuck? That's where he comes up with the idea. Yeah, yeah. If that's I why could, it's important. If I could, like, I love bracelets. It's like, man, I hate being handcuffed. I hate, <laughs> I hate being handcuffed. I hate having to put on my bracelets. What if I could just take off What if handcuffs? I could just slap my bracelet on? I wouldn't be so worried about the cops if I could just take off the handcuffs. If I could just take them off and slap them, and they could slap them on. What if he had, like hundreds of bracelets on each arm and they're all like those he complicated was probably buckle he bracelets. was being handcuffed yeah and the and whole time like, he was like this could go a lot quicker 
the most uncomfortable part is watching them try to. That's the worst idea in the world. Handcuffs that could just easily come right off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He and that's how he through. came up with the slap He's a criminal. Bracelet. He's not super smart. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so uh, it looks like in 2018, t- t- different slap bracelets were recalled. <laughs> in the, 2018? Yeah. The slap bracelet's metal wristband can pierce the protective fabric around it and expose sharp edges. Oh, boy. Dude, who in 2018 is using... They were recalled because you're a loser. Right. <laughs> and it says here it was a popular fad among children, preteens, and teenagers in the early 1990s. It was available in a wide variety of patterns and colors. Bracelet was banned in several schools following reports of injuries yeah. from worn out or modified versions. Modified <laughs> versions. What, like someone made a switchblade out of a slap bracelet? I got my slap braces windows tinted. Like, what if... <laughs> <laughs> I got some spinning rims on my slap bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Mine had a system in it. What if, like, one end of the slap bracelet was, like, super sharp? I'm sure that's what they did. And you could just, like, slap the sharp part around and you could hide it on the bracelet. Not good. And then you go... Whoosh. That's like, what's it called? What's that video game Felicia plays at? With the, you go back in time and you fucking slip people in them and you're oh, oh, like Assassin's a, Creed. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, one, yeah. like the hidden blade in the, yeah, yeah. yeah That's what he totally. did when he was a kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the slap bracelet. So if that was the slap bracelet that's story, would you watch it. that documentary? No, I already seen the video. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already got it. I already made it up. <laughs> you watch it now. What if that whole thing we said was the documentary? Dude, would you watch that? I love how. Like that, that that reminds me of this joke I've always thought was so funny from from a long time ago. I can't remember who said it. One of my old friends or something. But he was like, "You, whenever you would say, like you know, you'd say to your friends, like I'll give you a hundred bucks if you fucking go do this crazy thing sure. or whatever." Yeah. But my friend would always answer that with like, like ask me, uh, ask me to do something for a hundred bucks. I dare you to stick your finger in that light socket for a hundred bucks. I already got a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, whoa, damn. Yeah. High roller. I like it. I already got a hundred bucks. He doesn't need a hundred bucks. <laughs> no, no, I got it. Isn't that great? I can show it to you right. right now. That's like you saying, like, I don't need to see this movie I wrote. I already wrote it. Yeah, we we just... <laughs> what, are we going to see it again? So if we made... um, What's our time travel movie? Passport. Passport. If we made Passport and we wrote the whole thing, we lived it for like two years making the movie or yeah. show or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we release it. You're like, I already made it. I don't even watch it. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I would, I would watch it. It seems like a pretty good movie. It does seem like. I or know show. that I watched the whole thing. Yeah, because you already know how it ends, and you've been in the editing room. I got stuff going on. Kevin's been editing it or something. <laughs> we made like, Kevin do it. Yeah. Would you edit Passport? It was a show. <laughs> Don't overcommit. Would, <laughs> would you rather it be a show or a movie? movie. A movie? Oh. One movie, and then it's no sequels, no nothing. No, no, no. Fuck it. Fuck sequels. Are you kidding me? I fucking hate them. I want one good sequel. Starts one. in the multiverse, but it ends, and they only figure out that there's one universe. <laughs> Whoa, they're like studying the multiverse and they li- realize that there is no multiverse. Right, it's just one. Damn, dude. That's like Christopher Nolan's next movie. Gonna knock me out. That movie's gonna knock me out. Dude, can I tell you, man? Let me get here about it. That's, Na- that's Nestor Girl Nolan's next movie. <laughs> he just got drunk real fast. 
That's for this for, next part of the show, I'm going to get drunk real fast. That's just for Christopher Norland's next movie. Do we have a... Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. Dude, George Harrison was so cool. I'd watch that documentary again. Who? And that's a long documentary, George Harrison. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I'd, watch an, I'd watch endless documentaries about George Harrison. He's very, he's very chill mindset. Dude, We're talking. what was a documentary that, oh dude, I finally watched, I didn't finish it, but I finally wa- started watching Pumping Iron. Oh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger? With Arnold, where all the like, I'm coming yeah. shit comes from. Yeah. Um, It's fascinating, man. Uh-huh. It's a really good documentary. Love a good documentary. It's like, man, these bodybuilders, dude. That's like a crazy world. Dude, you should watch all the Dark Side of the Ring. I know. I got yeah. That's next. That sure. would be great. We got to do another VR episode and we'll watch one of those or something. Sure. I'd love to do that. We don't immediately have to make it into I another know, thing. It's so fun. But I think that you wouldn't. I've already seen them. You know why I want <laughs> You know why I always want to do that? Why? Because it's so funny, and I forget things, and I just want to have that funny shit so I could watch it again if I want to laugh. I got you. I guess I was thinking of it more like how you talk about oh, uh, like watching. unstreamed Fortnite. I see. I see. Yeah. Like, you could just do it and relax and, yeah, and yeah, have yeah. it be a nice totally. thing that you did. It doesn't have to be a... Like when we used to watch the um, the roasts. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. just for us and stuff. Yeah, it was nice. Um, yeah, dude, uh, pumping iron is pretty intense. Those mm-hmm. like bodybuilder dudes are like, that's a crazy world, man. Dude, Zoya's partner, Zoya's business partner does that. She like, does comp- Jamie does competitions. It's so stuff. interesting. It's like, intense. With pumping iron, they kind of talk about like the origins of like bodybuilding and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like how it, there was like a big boom in the seventies and eighties and stuff. Um, but it's so interesting. It's like, these guys are like, their entire life is in the gym. And if they want to look that big forever, they have to like do that forever and like never stop. Yeah. Which is so insane to me. And they all know it. They all know that this is their life now. And like, and so anytime I saw them not in the gym, which was rare in the documentary, I was, you know, they're thinking about the gym. Yeah. Like, like when we think about like, we can't get, wait to get home to our like significant others and like cuddle up and watch a movie or something Sure. like, or go smoke a joint on the balcony and enjoy <laughs> your like afternoon off or something uh-huh. like that. They get that feeling of joy yeah. being in the gym. And yeah. it's like, that would be crazy. a fun thing to get joy out of. Totally. But also I think it becomes an obsessive thing for totally. some people. Just like any <clears> other <throat> thing, just like all those other things we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. And here's a song about it. David Bond. David Bond. David Barnum. P.T. Barnum sends an email saying, My wife is a Karen. Uh oh. History Toad. A good one or a bad one? Last week we were talking about sparing Karen. Yeah. The idea of <laughs> saving, saving very, good Karen. A very not complicated show idea about <laughs> just highlighting good Karen. Where there would be seven judges. <laughs> Two of them are blind. <laughs> um, but, uh, and three of them are hidden in the behind water. a wall. <laughs> We're going to find out if these Karens are worthy of being alive. Grab We're as much money them. as you can. <laughs> the Karens get killed at the end of the show if they don't win. Oh, yikes. Um, so, guys, 
David says, I showed my wife last week's portion of Spare and Karen, and she was dying laughing. She normally is <laughs> not a fan of the show because many of the inside jokes that are part of the DBU go over her head. Hmm. I don't know that that's possible. <laughs> she was telling me because her name is Karen, she makes me go complain about services or issues. <laughs> I'm the one that has to tell the waiter that our food was cold or that she got the wrong beer. Also, news to me, she always gives a fake name at drive throughs because it's a crippling fear that someone will spit in her food or drink because her name is Karen. Damn, dude. Damn. All, so many interesting things in there. One, the husband is a, sh- a surrogate Karen. Which means he is a he is a Darren. <laughs> oh my god! And if your wife That's... is complaining to the manager through you, then wow. she still qualifies for Karen. Dude. Status. That's a that's look. Ask him if we could speak to the fucking manager. You gotta always think in the back of your mind about potential cool business ideas. And I think you just inadvertently created one. What's that? It's a service for Karens, and it's called Surrogate Karen. <laughs> yeah. And it's like Jack Rat or Task Rabbit. We'll complain for you. You text someone. Yeah. And you go, or like through the app, you connect with someone, a surrogate Karen in your area, and someone hits you up and goes, "Yo, what's up?" And you go, "Like, listen, I just got this. Like, the tag is still on my shirt right. from Target. My eggs are cold. Yeah, my eggs are cold. Can you just like come over here and like, yeah, yeah I'm five minutes away. I'll take care of this. <laughs> Forty-five minutes. The guy shows up. He pretends to go like, "Hey, what's up? Great to see you, Karen. I got this. Yeah. Anyway, hey, excuse me. These eggs were a little cold. Do you think you could just? Yeah, thank you so much. She's like, my name's Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him my name's Jennifer. And no, by no. the way, this woman yeah. I'm with, it's not Karen. This woman is not a Karen. <laughs> I'm here. I'm yeah. Darren. That's These great. eggs are gold. I love. I wonder because there's got to be single Karens out there that don't have a significant other or a friend to be a surrogate Karen for them. Well, I don't think you're gonna stop these women from complaining. Certainly not. But if there are women <laughs> named Karen, <laughs> am I right, ladies? Gods are glad. To the beat. My wife was, uh, is the sweetest, down to earth person, and never complains. In fact, she lets people walk over her to avoid being a Karen. Damn. What was she like before the Karen phenomenon? Because that's important, I think. You mean if she was a complainer? Right. Before? Like, was she sweet and down to earth before, even before the Karen stuff? Because it sounds the kind of like information we need, right? Because like she says, is now, right? Because she's doing everything to avoid being a quote unquote Karen. Also, does the past matter? Does the past matter? Yeah. We are what we are now, um, and we are the world. I would tell you to give her a call, but she will most likely be saving animals at the hospital. Oh yeah, way more important. Thank at the you, people David. hospital. And saving animals Who's at a people hospital. There's a pigeon in wing uh, B as a code poop. Uh, <laughs> Go bear poop. So JJ sends a thing saying Paul McCartney wants to fuck you. Okay. <laughs> you he says, hi boy and also boy. I'm writing this on Monday, hours before going to see Sir Paul play in Seattle. That's cool. Real quick, if it weren't for you two talking about the Beatles all the time... I probably wouldn't be going. Whoa. I liked them before, but your jokes and deep dives help turn it into a love, discovering songs I'd never heard, and realizing many songs I had heard many times were in fact done by the Beatles and I never even realized it. That's great. That's awesome. 
we love to be a gateway for people's uh, interests, for sure. Yeah. Because Mike and I have certainly collected a lot of really weird shit over our lifetime. And things like the state and, like, uh, you know, old wrestling and, and old Hulk Hogan movies and stuff mm-hmm. are things that we love and are a part of why we are who we are. And we love sharing that with people. Because it's yes. like, if you guys want to see some shit that led to our brains being the way they are, like, go check out some of this shit and listen to some of this stuff. Yeah. That's uh, a fun part about sharing uh, when you do a podcast. <laughs> We're going to get down to it. Anyway, if you haven't heard it, I wanted to introduce you to one of Paul's newer songs. Not going to play it. It's an absolute banger in which he uses some clever wordplay to tell you, the listener, that he wants to fuck you. It's also incredibly cute because it's an 80-year-old man (laughs) clearly trying to make a modern pop hit. The song could absolutely also have been a Bieber or Ed Sheeran song, and no one would bat an eye. I love it. Dude, give me two seconds in the middle. All right. Somewhere in the middle, two seconds. Dude, I always think that's funny. Like, you ever listen to, like, you know, like, uh, we might have talked about this before on the show because I think about this sometimes, but, like, Hot for Teacher and, like, Parents Just Don't Understand and, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like, those songs about high school problems yeah. are, like, written by, like, 25-year-old dudes or, like, you know, like, yeah. 28-year-old guys. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I hate school! And it's like, you're a little too old to be hating school, don't you think? There are two things. One, you got to have perspective. Yeah. Sure. It's like a story being told. And two, it's like that. those are the people who are buying the record. Right. Exactly. You're but just that's, singing it. To, right. But that's the thing. It's like they're selling, they're trying to sell the records to like a certain demographic. Maybe Hot for Teacher was about a guy dropping off his kid. Oh, that could be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, here we go. Right in the middle of the song, we got the song's four minute, or at least the video's four minutes. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to minute two and hear a little bit of this Paul McCartney song. Here we go. Oh, I've heard that song. It's good. It's a good song. It's fun. It could have been an Ed Sheeran song. It's yeah. like a yeah. It's like a song that would happen at the end of a like a minor league baseball game, right? Or right, or like in the movie theater before the movie starts. It's playing kind of quietly. Sure. Yeah, the yeah. And there's trivia on the yeah. screen. Yeah, <laughs> we're AMC Stubbs members can get a free Coca Cola if they jack off in the lobby. <laughs> Why would you reward that kind of behavior? Tess sends a history road. Isn't that nice? <clears throat> Isn't that nice, Tess? Thank you, Tess. And it's called Battery Acid Road. <laughs> Don't drive down Battery Acid Road. No, slippery one. Careful with your... T- put some chains on your car before you drive through there. Uh-huh. Hey, BBBs. My name is Tess. I'm here to drop a road. <laughs> That's so good. A drama road. I'm a drama road. A quirky, fun story involving childhood stupidity and battery acid. Classic combo. A few weeks ago, when you talked about swallowing batteries, it reminded me of an incident in my childhood, roughly 20 years ago. I want to have the like harp sound. The Let's go uh-huh. back 20 years. I was eight years old, and my sister was 10. We were dicking around as kids do. I can play. <laughs> this is total I can play with that moment I don't remember why or how I acquired the battery in question It's <laughs> total I can play with that <laughs> But I remember I had a double A battery That I was inspecting Wondering out loud to my sister about the contents Could I play with this? What it looked like on the inside 
I took off the casing and spent a few minutes prying at the nipple side of the battery. <laughs> By the way, don't. Let's talk about the nipple side of the battery, because batteries are they're specifically built to if if they're taken apart, they're it's really hard to get inside. So you know the nipple part is a separate part that's that you can kind of pull off and throw away. Is that right? Yeah, because it makes contact with the thing on the inside. And all it needs to do is make contact with that spring or that metal that you're sticking the battery into in the battery compartment. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, speaking of that nipple on the battery there, you could just rip that off if you get down deep enough. Uh, <sighs> I was so excited about this impromptu science experiment but my sister kept saying it probably wasn't safe. I kept calling her a chicken and telling her it would be fine until I finally pried the damn thing open and it fucking exploded on us. Now I'm dead and my sister's the joker. <laughs> I killed my sister. That's my fun history road. I killed my sister with a battery. Thought you guys think, would think that was funny. Turns out batteries have acid in them. Who knew, right? Damn. This must have been a shitty battery. It's real hard to get in there. Most of it got on pieces of plastic toy kid furniture. <laughs> a tiny speck burned a hole in my shirt. And then some shot several feet away and got on my sister's leg and her eyebrow. Oh, no. What a bad what sister. What the fuck? You're she a bad sister. You're a bad sister. She flipped the fuck out, naturally. I was trying to shush her. She was being kind of a lot She's about being it. being kind of... <laughs> <laughs> the acid was burning through my sister's skin and she was being a bit much. She didn't pass the vibe check. <laughs> she didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> She's kind of freaking out. Hey, what are you burning alive? Because I fucked up and called you a chicken for telling me to stop. Uh, she I was... didn't pass the vibe check. <laughs> She kind of did bad. My sister, screaming like an idiot. Um, I was trying to shush her so mom wouldn't find out, but she hollered louder than my shushing. Jesus. So mom came, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so mom came over and did her mom thing, immediately getting my sister to the bathroom Hit to wash. Me hard. Her <laughs> open hand. Threw me into the uh uh-uh uh closet. <laughs> There I am beneath the stairs <laughs> in the uh-uh closet, <laughs> listening to my dad's uh-uh's on a loop, <laughs> like I do. <laughs> Just my dad saying uh-uh quietly for two hours. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that would have taught me some lessons. I heard you burned your sister, huh? Uh-uh. <laughs> you know what we do when this happens, huh? Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> We're going uh-uhs tonight. Did you take the nipple part off the battery? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. You're getting the uh-uh. <laughs> Get in the uh-uh. And hit play. <laughs> Make sure it's rewound and hit play. If it's at the end, you got to rewind it. At I'll the wait. beginning, I said. <laughs> you know what, honey? She's not passing the vibe check about the uh-uh room. <laughs> You know what I say? Put the uh-uh room. I say uh-uh. <laughs> that the kid? Yeah. <laughs> so defiant. Right? <laughs> uh, my sister still has two scars from the literal fucking battery acid. And I have a story about how I nearly blinded her. Anyways, I learned that day that you should never open your horse or your battery. 
If you have any questions, I guess you can call me, but I think it would be funnier funnier if you called my sister. Yeah. She only listens to the episodes slash bits I send her, but she knows who you guys are. My number is one eight hundred don't read this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, just kidding. And she put her number and her sister's number. Man, I would like to hear. I know, right? Because this is her a perspective. Forgiveness story. Yeah. Redemption story for her sister. Should we call her sister? Yeah, briefly. Yeah. All right. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. See how many times you could say, uh-uh, while you're talking to her. <laughs> she just is triggered by the uh-uh. <laughs> Do you guys know about the concert? No, no. she told you about the uh-uh. <laughs> I got a key made. I got a spare key made. <laughs> I always get it. I would wear earplugs in there. That's how I got through the <laughs> What's her sister's name? I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out right now. Are you the battery uh, girl? <laughs> you the battery acid scarred person? You the scar on your eye? I'm Steve. Hi, I'm Steve. Do you have battery acid scars? <laughs> Yeah, no, I got these. <laughs> My sister was a piece of shit. My sister was younger. Hello? Please leave your oh, shit! Should we leave a message? Bing bong, taki to, tika taki ding dang. What is that? <laughs> that was me covering up my Oh, yeah, good, safe. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Sorry about your eyes. Sorry about your eyes, yeah, big time. Sometimes cool scars like that are kind of cool. Sometimes. <laughs> All right, let's do one more here from Rose. History Rose. History Rose. Oh, maybe it's Karen. It's Karen. <laughs> She's a Karen. She's using a surrogate name. Karen Rose. <laughs> Hello, my honky BB Bing Bong boyos. She says, great heavens, it's a gator story. I experienced something this spring that I cannot stop thinking about, and I thought I would make for a good history rub. Gulp. A few months ago, I was in New Orleans as part of a trip, or Nolens. Uh, uh, I was as part of a trip I was on through my university. I was part of a trip I was on. She says. She says. During some free time, my friend and I were went on a bayou tour. It was a beautiful day, and we had a fantastic and informative tour guide. He took us to his favorite parts of the bayou that he grew up on. <laughs> I like that one. This is the uh-oh part. That's, hang on, you look over there. I think I like that, too. Because <laughs> it's, it's all the same kind of. Yeah, I'd say this is my second favorite part. <laughs> Wait, Sha. which one did I say was my sickie? <laughs> this is a test. This is a test part. I'll throw you the gators. <laughs> now, here's some free pepper. <laughs> Hold out your <laughs> Hold out your head. Hang on, let me shake my pocket out onto it. <laughs> let me take my pants off, it's easier. <laughs> Get over here. Why are you backing away? Hold out your hand, I said. <laughs> Both hands. <laughs> Why do we do Wait, that? I'm keeping that quarter. Hang on. <laughs> that's my iPhone. That's my, that's my pepper quarter. <laughs> Keeps the pepper nice. My pepper Keeps the pepper fresh. How much was this door? <laughs> Where did you find this door? I got door? a group on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of... 
<laughs> you don't have a pepper quarter? Dad has my pepper quarter. Keeps it fresh. You got to put a pepper. You got to put a quarter in your pepper mill, guys. <laughs> Come on. Everybody knows that. What do you think Come makes on. it all small? Yeah, let's talk about it. How do you get it from um, big to small? So he's talking about his favorite parts of the bayou that he grew up on and had a lot of alligator knowledge to share. The tour was fun. We watched as he threw a few marshmallows to a small alligator, which adorably chomped them up. You probably shouldn't give him that. Apparently, alligators are really attracted to white objects. Okay. Hmm. But then he told us a story about the time he got attacked by an alligator. He explained how a long time ago he jumped into the water. He didn't explain why. Where our boat was currently floating. And a giant alligator grabbed onto his jugular. He swiftly moved on from the topic. But everyone on the boat was obviously still in shock and very Dude, what? confused. That's not where you can end the story. No, not at all. Just so you know. <laughs> Right where we're floating like, right now, one time, a uh, alligator yeah. bit me in the throat. So let's get going. Anyway, so these acorns grow here. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's a swamp. This is actually a different kind of moss than you might be used to. This is called swamp moss. <laughs> oh, one more thing about swamp moss I forgot to tell you guys. Like, that's more interesting right. than the jugular. Right, thing. right, right. Oh, I forgot to tell you this one thing about. <laughs> <laughs> the boats that we've been seeing. These are fan boats. Uh, <laughs> how do you get... Uh, oh, okay. So everyone on the boat was obviously still, obviously still in shock and very confused. A man on the tour then proceeded to raise his hand and ask a very valid question. How did you get out of that situation? What situation? It's what we were all wondering. <laughs> what about the moss? <laughs> you would walk around. Usually we just look at it and talk about it, and then the next thing happens. <laughs> that's how we kind of navigate situations yeah, down here. That's how we do things around here in New Orleans. All right, who wants to, who wants to steer the boat? Who wants some? Who wants a crawdad? Who wants a crawdad? And maybe crackers. I don't know. It's hard to tell what these are. Oh yikes! They look edible. Yikes! He said. Uh, how did you it's what we were all wondering how did you survive an alligator chomping down on your head the tour guide responded with a sentence i will never forget <laughs> this is what he said grip and rip <laughs> oh, meaning man. grip that alligator and rip it off your head damn he then proceeded to turn his head to the side Exposing huge scars that ran from the side of his head. He was driving the boat, and his head turned completely around. This like <laughs> gripping. Right. To tell us about the moss behind yeah. him without turning around. Oh, by the way, <laughs> see that? <laughs> hear all these cracks and shit. He's like shaking. Uh, this moss. <laughs> <laughs> um, Never did heal up right. He had scars from the side of his head that ran all the way down to his neck. Grip and rip is the funniest yet equally the most horrifying sentence I've ever heard. Mm. I think about grip and rip at least twice a week now. Anyways, much love to you boys. Try not to get grabbed by any alligators in the meantime. And Steve, I've been enjoying your streams immensely. I'm the person in the chat who won't stop talking about the kindred of rot. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that mean? What does it mean? 
Is it a long story? <laughs> no, there's these creatures in Elden Ring, mm-hmm. and they're very hard. Yeah. They're these two big bugs that I can't beat, and they're called the Kindred of Rot. Ooh. That is their name. That's their tag team name. <laughs> yeah, That's dude. a good name. For real, it yeah, is. That's very cool. That is a really cool tag team name. Mm-hmm. The Kindred of Rot! Yeah. And then, <laughs> that thunder happens and stuff. And they're like these like zombies, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> ah, you guys figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, much love to you boys. I gotta do your whole job. <laughs> Sincerely, a gal who was assigned the name Karen at birth. It sucks. Well, you know, we're all doing our best with what we absolutely, what we got. Dude, we got our. Hey, listen. Just because you got a, a name that absolutely sucks doesn't mean that you gotta live with that. Just because your name absolutely sucks <laughs> does he? Anyway, all right, guys, what a show, huh? What a show. Fun times. Mike, you got shows coming up? You know I do. May 14th, I'm at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. Come to that. It's a Saturday. May 20th, I'm at Barrel of the Bottoms, which doesn't sound right, but it is, in Kansas City, Missouri. And I know I've said the wrong dates several times. These are the right dates. You can go to MikeFalzone.com to double check. It's a Squarespace website. Not a sponsor of this particular episode, but is in general. May 21st, I'm at the Storm Cellar in Lincoln, Nebraska. June 3rd is the next two surrounded shows at the Hollywood Improv. Walk, don't run to those. And don't run around the pool. July 16th. I'm at the Infinity Room in Salem, Oregon. July 16th. So come to those. Come hang out. Bunch of places in between. Check my... I mean, it's annoying, but I'm going to power through it. That's why I stopped <laughs> at the end. <laughs> it's good to realize it at the end. Uh, but check my uh, Instagram and my stories. I'm always putting up flyers for shows and stuff. Uh, please do. <laughs> and again, walk. Don't run to those shows, guys. Come on. Well, or run. I don't know. If it looks safe, don't be dumb about running. Some parts of LA you should run through. Absolutely. <laughs> as fast <laughs> as you can. Yeah. <sighs> Mike, I love doing this show with you, man. It's fun to joke around and laugh at shit. See ya. Um, I just peeked down at uh, History Road from someone named Chandler, and it says, 10,000 dead bugs, nice or not be nice. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's do it. <clears throat> Let's do it before we get out of here. Good day, Mike and Steve. I came across a story about the actress Mary Astor and wanted to turn it into a game of nice or not be nice. To set the scene, Mike, the year is 1906, and you are one of many guests invited to the debutante ball of actress Mary Astor. Thank you. Happy to be here. You notice nets lining the ceiling above and under. Hmm. What may this entail? You see, Mary's plan was to release 10,000 imported Brazilian butterflies in celebration, <laughs> but failed to account for the heat coming from the ceiling lights, resulting in her <laughs> guests being showered in the carcasses of 10,000 bugs. Mike... <laughs> You just received. <laughs> oh God! Everybody's all dressed up. Everyone's all dressed up. <laughs> Mike, you've just received your complimentary Cobb salad. When this happens, do you be nice, or do you not be nice? I mean, I would leave. I don't know that I'd be mad because of the intention was to be nice. Could he get mad at someone for just making a mistake? Yeah. If she was like, I'm going to dump dead bugs on all these people, yeah. then that's a not be nice. I guess I would say intention matters here, but um, 
be nice, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that's what she wanted. <laughs> I would leave immediately though. We yeah. probably wouldn't talk again. That wasn't the intended purpose of that visit. So yeah, yeah you wouldn't be, you couldn't be too mad about it. Uh, I enjoy your show immensely. I wish you all the best. Hope this email finds you well. Chandler from Albany, New York. P.S. I once sent a history road of the day I met the son of a beetle. Which one? You may have to search and see. Waka waka is what he mm. says. You're going to give us more work to do? I'm never going to look for that. Um, thank you guys for listening <laughs> to the show. How hungry am I when the cop salad comes out? <laughs> what if your beer had like little butterflies in it? Would you just kind of... <laughs> anyway yeah. all right well guys thanks for listening to this show <laughs> that was a hit gum podcast <laughs>